This week's episode is brought to you by Hot Sauce Shiro. So look, I'm 28 next in a couple weeks. I've been eating the same hot sauce for a while. But I done had Hot Sauce Shiro, and I think it might be time to change the guard. Hot Sauce Shiro is out here trying to change palates. Hot Sauce Shiro offers four amazing flavors that you can get. Pinot Jalapeno, Red Hot Chili Peach, Thai Chili Lychee, and Guava Lava. You know what's crazy about that? These have flavor and they have heat. So, you know, sometimes people like flavor and sometimes people like the heat. It's both. It's a mix of both. So be sure to go to HotSauceShiro.com. Use the code 20OFF at checkout. You can get a little discount because, you know, we love a little discount. Hot Sauce Shiro, love in a bottle. Now let's start the show. Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while managing friendships, relationships, and family ships. I'm your host, Rez, and I got Measy with me. What it do, squad? And Nick is using up another day of PTO. Hey, shout out my nigga Nick, though, because I know he out here living his best life, so, you know, he good. He alive. We found out he was alive. He out in one of them uh, Pacific Coastal Eastern times or whatever. Yeah, if you want to check him out, you could you could check out his Twitter. He been he yeah. been active on Twitter. He out here living his life. We also got producer E. He mic'd up, so look out for him checking in uh, with the gang, saying no. what he got to say. Man. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> See, you give a nigga a mic. You, you give know. a nigga one mic, one mic and want to come on and talk about some. Uh, uh, uh. Swear he hoes. Swear he do. You need to pay us like title. <laughs> <laughs> While y'all here, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share us on your social medias, make sure you use our hashtag Textual Tuesday, and comment your thoughts because you know when you talk to Textually Active, we talk back. We in the comments right with you. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in the comments now looking. Y'all might have saw us live uh, the other day. Yeah, we was in here. Shooting the shit, so it's good. And you definitely might catch us if you drop a fire picture underneath of them comments with that emoji. Facts. Because y'all be looking good. Keep it a buck. I'm going to use my real page. Not too <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jazz, but shit happens. Nah, I'm going to use TA, and then I'm going to come back with my personal page, so you're getting two likes. Mm, you hard. <laughs> you hard, Jack. How was your weekend? Whole lot of wash shit, you know what I'm saying. I um I've been out here living 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 a wash life, but I'm getting back to myself a little bit, you know. You know, it's the first of the month, so you know you got to start. I think my my 2019 about to start now, right? So I didn't get that pre trial, so I'm good. You know, spent a lot of time in the house last night. We got our 30 days in, so we want to keep going forward with 2019. Facts. And we about to, you, Rez was the plug. I ain't even going to put your business out, but Rez been a plug. So we out here, fitness center all year. Right. Let's get it. Getting it in. 2019 about to be a bomb ass year. But I, my weekend was chill. You know, I was in the house trying to be domestic, spending a lot of time with Boo. Went to a Super Bowl party. Had a great time. You know, me and E did a puzzle on Saturday. We uh the listen. most the like the most lit corny shit I've ever seen in right. my life. And we decided that the the options for puzzles out there is limited. So if you guys know any black puzzle makers out there, let me know because I want to do some puzzles with my people. I want to see my people and what I do. I want a trap puzzle. So if y'all got like you know the young thug, a picture of young thug in puzzle form, let me know. I could have easily oh, did one with Jay Z and Beyonce. Right, we could have we could have made that. Hold on, e, write that on the board. Write that on the board. Write that on the board. <laughs> y'all heard it first. It's recorded, so you can't steal my idea. Right. So we're here this week, and we want to discuss family bonds, family ties. Is love automatic, or is it worked on? You know, specifically with siblings, because I have a sister. Meezy got sisters, and I just want to know. I want to let y'all know how these bonds are created or how we created them. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. my dynamic with my sister is that we have the same mom, same dad, grew up in the same house. Every experience that we had, we shared, and then throughout our lifespan of us living together, moving into different houses, and then being adults, our relationship has grown since then. And so now, Sissy is my best friend. 
Literally, I think sometimes y'all are like the closest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, we grew up basically everybody telling us that we was twins our whole life. Shout out, Sisty. Yeah. And now we're two separate adults. But how's your family dynamic? Um, Me and my siblings, I have two sisters, uh, a sister that is the same age as me. We're seven months apart. We'll get into that later. And I have a, we have a younger sister that is seven years apart from us. And so our relationship is cool. Uh, one of my sisters is here in the city, so we see each other when we see each other. And I have a sister that's in the Army stationed in Hawaii, so when she comes home, we see each other. So it's it's cordial, I'll say. Cordial? Cordial. So did you guys live in the same house together? Never. My, uh, my dad got my mom pregnant first. Uh, I've never, like I said last week, I've never seen my parents together. So they were broken up before I was even born. And he tells the story of something like he backtracked one night, you know, when you slide back in the, I guess now you slide back in the DM to see what's up. He slid back one time, you know, she got pregnant. And, uh, by that time he was already dating my stepmom. And I think he said, uh, he had sex with her and got her pregnant. So Seven, but within the same few months, he has two children on the way at 24. Wow. And then uh, he he went on to marry my stepmom and seven years later he had my sister. So I spent my entire childhood with my mother. And so, you know, my dad was, my dad's always been around though. He's always been around. And so uh, we live, I live with my mom. I would go on the weekends as the, the other kid and that's how I worked. So how is your relationship being as though you guys didn't live in the same house together? How did you guys form that bond? Uh, when we were little, I guess, you know, I don't remember much about my childhood. But when I was little, we spent a lot of time together. I would, I think it was an every weekend type thing. So when we was little, we spent a lot of time together. As we progressed into teenage and uh, more into adolescence, it probably... It probably differed because, you know, I didn't spend as much time with them as I had when I was little. So as you turn into a teenager, you begin to, like, go your own path. And so it was still, it's always been cordial, but it just ain't tight-knit. Yeah, I think living in the same house with your sibling, you get to experience the same things. Like, me and my sister would have to share a TV or go shopping together. And those little things help right. us build a bond. Or we will both be on punishment together, which forces us to build a bond because now we have to do stuff to get off of punishment right. or still be able and to use the devices that we're not supposed to be using. So now we have to work as a team <laughs> as a against team. our parents <laughs> to get what we need. <laughs> well, your sister's scared of you. So you, so I think that's different. Um, I wouldn't say scared. You know, she just knows that I'm the... The eldest, and she needs to follow my lead. Right. But I wouldn't say scared. If y'all go listen, we got a bonus episode. Go back. <laughs> Tierra literally said, I'm scared of her. No, she <laughs> but um, I think I think my sister, as we were growing up, I think my dynamic with my, younger, my youngest sister, me and her were closer because I remember being little, and we would be insomniacs, so we would stay up all night together, and my other sister would go to sleep. You and the middle sister or the uh, youngest? The youngest. Okay. Me and her would stay up all night, be insomniacs, play video games, watch movies, all of that. But I think because they lived in the house together, their bond is a little bit different, and it's real close. Yeah. So, so this is um, it's kind crazy. Of, it's kind of reminding me of a situation me and Sissy had. Because you said that you were basically the the outside sibling I'm coming quote, in. I'm quote unquote the outside sibling because I don't live in a house, even though I'm the oldest. But you know, you're the outside. That yeah. that sucks. Um, I guess when me and Sissy was about six or seven, we found out that we have a brother. Whoa. Yes. So a brother that came from my father outside of his relationship with my mother. And it's kind of similar to your situation because my brother is 27. And so he's a year. He yeah. came in between my father having right, cause me and my sister. Sissy just turned 26. Yeah. So me and Sissy are two years apart. Me and him are one year apart. Damn. So he was right there in the middle. Right. And he would always, in the beginning, just come over every weekend and spend the weekend with us. And we was trying to like work up something to kind of get that brother sister vibe what but age, what age is this though like six seven oh so it was weird because 
we are used to what we have going on. Right. And it's, we're it's girls. Every day. We're girls. Right, so right. we're not, we don't know what you want to do. I mean, do you want to play the game? We got plenty of PlayStation games. We could rock on that. Right. But other than that, what do you want to do? So we spent time with him then. And then I guess it just didn't feel comfortable for him coming over. So he just ended up stop coming, stop coming. And the relationship kind of fell off. As adults, we don't speak. Damn. And the relationship is non-existent. That's wild. So I guess it was harder because we were young for us to manipulate that relationship to come out and be like a sibling bond. Right. Because at that time, it's just our parents pushing us together. And I don't know if his mom had beef with dad or what the situation was, but I think completely I, fell off. The crazy part about that is I think... That might have been my case. I think I don't. I don't know, and I don't never. There's never li- really a right time to go to your parents and talk to them about this shit, especially if you have two parents that aren't together, because they've got their side. One's got their side. The other side got their other side. They side. And so I've never. I always wondered like why, probably from like twelve up. I didn't still go to my dad's house like every weekend. Yeah. I remember being a kid that would wait outside for his dad, like in the movies. I remember that. Like he said he was coming today. I'd be outside waiting, just doing shit outside just to be outside to see him pull up. I remember that. But I remember that as between, probably between, I started driving at 16, 17. So between maybe 12 and 16, there was a period where I didn't see him as much. And so I think that also took a toll on me and my siblings. I've always treated my sisters as they, they're my sisters. You know what I'm saying? But we never had the close bond. And so then once I got a driver's license, I spent more time with that side. that Not just them, but that side of the family because I was at my own free will to go and do whatever it is that I wanted to. So I spent more time with them. So I just couldn't, I couldn't never understand. Like, I never knew. And I never asked. I just don't think our brother likes hanging out with us. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think he liked the things that we were doing. And at that age, we could be a little standoffish because my mom basically was still with my dad when he brought home our brother. Right. And she had her feelings about him. Like, oh, y'all about to go see y'all brother. Like, I couldn't give him a, a son. So he went out and slept with another woman to get a son. And she would rub these feelings of hate off onto us. And then when we're dealing with him, I'm not sure if he could feel that vibe, the little tension. But I felt like that would make somebody not want to hang out at their dad's house because they know what the energy is like there. I used to think that when I was little, too. I used to think that, like, maybe they were arguing because of me. Mm-hmm. But then as I grew older, I was like, bro, it, that shit don't have nothing to do with me. And, like, now my stepmom... Me and my my, my stepmom are, like, real close. Like, I went to a... She just graduated from college as a a nurse. Shout out to her. And I went to a graduation. And the picture... The captions and the pictures on... Like, if there's a picture of the three of us on Facebook, they all say all three of my children. My oldest son. All of that. And so, I, I... As a young... Like, as a kid, you don't fucking know. You just know what you see. So, it's like, if they arguing, maybe it's because I'm here this weekend. I don't know if they argue during the week. It's just, it feels like because I'm here, they may be arguing a little bit more. Yeah, so the thing about our situation with our brother coming in was that I feel like that may have been the last straw for my parents' relationship. Right. So that was the last time that I seen my mom and dad together. Mm -hmm. So carrying that along with having to deal with a new sibling after learning for so long, it was just me and Sissy. It was kind of hard. Yeah. But I think it takes the bigger person to be able to come in like your stepmom did and just accept that, you know, this is my child, too. Right. And these are my children's. This is my children's brother. I right. can't treat him away because it's going to make them feel bad and right. it's going to affect their relationship. So I, it just makes me at this age want to reach out and see what's going on. But I don't know how he feels about yeah, it's, it. It's one of those things with being that kid. It's like, there's a dynamic that you have with not only the siblings, but with the adults of this situation. So I can't myself get mad at my mom's like, yo, why couldn't I have been over there all the time? Or I can't go to my dad and be like, why didn't you come get me or whatever? Like, it's one of those things where I don't know the situation. 
And all I know is I do feel like there's a part of my life where I should have spent more time with it. I think so, too. And it's just one of those things where you don't know. It's, I don't want to say blame, but it's not. It's nothing Nobody, else you could do. Yeah, they like, were in control of your life right, at that right. time. Like there's nothing that it happened. And now at twenty eight, it's like, bro, it's like that shit is in the past. All I can do now is try to grow from it. Yeah, and just keep growing those relationships. Yeah. So I have another bomb. And this has been um Goddamn. Yeah, my family situation isn't it, it isn't ideal. It's it, a little unconventional. I don't think there's no such thing as an ideal family. I yeah. think that, that shit is probably... Nah, fuck that. Yeah, so this this has been heavy on my heart since May of 2018. And it's just something that I haven't really opened up about because I'm still kind of dealing with the feelings about it. But I think the best place to discuss it is TA, you know, with my right. family. We we gang. With my friends, the gray area here. Whole I know gang shit. I know y'all got the support. So in okay in May of 2018, I found out that I not only have a half brother, but I also have a 14 year old sister. Whoa! Yeah. So 14 years old. That uh, means on my dad's side. Shit. That means when you were 14. Yes. Oh, so shit. when I was 14, a a, ba- a life was brought into this world. Wow. And it shook the foundation of the relationship that my dad has with my stepmom. Oh, shit. He was already with. He was with Lisa. They were married for a year. And he dropped this bomb on her. You know, I got a baby. So it came up to me when me and he got engaged and we were just saying, you know, Lisa, thank you so much for being in our lives. You know, it meant the world to us to have you here and help us grow as women as we are. And then she was like, you know, I almost didn't make it. You know, I almost left this marriage because of this situation. You know, your father had a baby on me. Wow. And I was on my way out the door. But you, too, are the reason why I stayed because, well, not mostly the reason, but, you know, her love for us. It helped. And, you know, that's how I found out. That's crazy because I've seen your parents together. Yes. And I, it looks ideal like it looks like once your kids leave the house this is the kind of relationship you're supposed to have exactly but that goes to show that every relationship takes work you know and people are so quick to i don't want to go off topic but people you just can't give up on certain stuff and if you work through it you could get to the other side but i see what you did there (sighs) cheating ain't always the end goal ladies no cheating ain't always (laughs) the the end fact no 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 don't cheat (laughs) don't cheat because uh lisa Lisa put my lisa put dad through hell he was yeah so we found out that we have a 14 year old sister wait so you wow i just put the i just did the math in my head Mm mm-hmm you found out that you have a a extra sibling. Yes. When you got engaged. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it it kind of to be honest though it wasn't a surprise because me and Sissy was we was nosy in the house. You know, so we were in places that we shouldn't be pulling up paperwork that we shouldn't see. And I want to say we were 14, obviously. Right. And we I guess I was looking for important paperwork for me, and I found uh, what I know now is a DNA test. Wow. And it was a baby. Damn. And I seen it, but being at that age, I couldn't process that it was actually what it was. Right. So it was kind of in the back of my head, like, dang, we might have a little sister, but I don't, I, nobody said anything to me up until this point, so I don't know. Right. And then now, in 2018, it's a reality. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? I have no idea. So I'm the eldest out of everybody. And I feel like it's my job to bridge that gap because I'm not the type of person to just let people be hanging out there not knowing that they have family. And You are that. I'm I'm the one. So, yeah. (laughs) I just, I don't know how to move forward with the situation. I needed a lot of time because we're here in February to think about it. I want to like I want to know like like because I'm I'm assuming it's the same day that he because he went to your house to propose mm-hmm. and that's probably around the like the same weekend. Yeah. How because you were at this 
momentous celebratory mode in your life. Yeah. How did you feel when they finally dropped the bomb on you? Like, I think it was a conversation that they had before the situation. And I don't think my dad was ready to tell us about it because he, how do you, how do you say that? Right. Knowing how much love me and sissy have for our stepmom. Like, how do you say something like that to two grown women that you did this to this amazing woman? Especially the way you feel about your dad. Like, and I'm going to walk you through the feelings. So being excited about the engagement, wanting to share this moment with um, my stepmom and sissy, and then uh, that feeling of knowing that, oh, shit, I have a 14-year-old sister, to, okay, I'm going to do, I basically tucked it away. And just kept going on with the day and just waited for me to get back to North Carolina to process it. And initially, I was mad, like pissed. And I talked to my dad about it and he was just like, yeah, that's basically what happened. You know, um, her mother wanted to be with me. I told her that I wasn't leaving your stepmom, and they ended up moving to Michigan. So that's where they are now. And he was just kind of apologetic about it. But my dad is a man with so much pride that I wanted to be mad. But at the end of the day, me being an adult now, I know that everybody isn't perfect. Things happen. So initially I was mad. I was mad at him. I was mad at my sister's mom because, like, who the fuck do you think you are? And then. I was just mad at the whole situation. And my dad showed me a picture of her, and I was like, damn, she she kind of looks like me. Damn. <laughs> so it, it took time. I kind of tucked it away for a little longer than I needed to. But once I brought it back up, I was like, I can't be mad at anybody. Because if I look around at my friends, they may be in the same situation. Right. Whereas you oh, are somebody whose dad stepped out or dip back and right. had a baby and your family is able to accept that. Right. And it's nobody's fault. People are going to do what they need to do, but we need to think about what we're going to do for the future. Right. And I couldn't handle being an older sister, knowing that I have a sister that's in her teenage years, which is a rough time. Right. Like you're starting high school at 14. Damn, you like, yeah. you going through this little weird stage. You don't know what's going on. So especially now after that that R. Kelly shit, right? Like, Damn. On Wednesday when we started talking about the pre-production for the episode, I was like, "Yeah, so we're gonna talk about siblings." <laughs> <laughs> it kind of brought the spark back into my mind because, like I said, I tucked these feelings away so I right. could think about it later. And here we are thinking yeah. about it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. And um, I reached out to my dad and I said, "Hey, I want to talk to my sister." So I ended up getting her number. From him? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's progress. We're working. For some reason, I figured that would be like a, a Facebook find. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen her on Instagram. I don't know how that... No, he's he's active in her life. He's not, oh. a, he's not a deadbeat. Wow. He talks to her. Shit. Um, the only rule that they have is that Lisa don't want to be a part of it yet. Okay. She's not ready for... So that's crazy. So he's been... A part he's been a part of it he's been a part of her life but y'all just didn't know it yeah okay and i don't know why that's a conversation yeah. we have to have yeah. because why like why wouldn't you say anything right. but me thinking about it from the distance it's just like maybe he couldn't he didn't bring himself to right. say that because i i remember like me and my dad speak casually like often and I remember, um, I, uh, I, I had, I had, uh, a situation happen to me and I ended up moving in with him and that's where I live now. And we lived together and, um, we got drunk one weekend and we had a heart to heart conversation that I, it was liquid courage. We had a heart to heart conversation. And the one thing I remember that I took away from that is I remember him telling me in the nineties. In the nineties the thing to do was everybody moved to Atlanta. Okay. Freaknik was whatever, but everybody was moving to Atlanta. And I remember him telling me, like all of his friends went and he went for a little bit, he went to school down there and came back. But I remember he told me the one reason 
that he never moved to Atlanta was that he wanted his kids to know each other. He wanted them to know they were brother and sister. And he was, and you know, my dad is a, is a fucking hilarious asshole. Yeah. So he's like, I didn't want my kids to not know each other and fuck around the fuck and like not know that they siblings. Cause you know, it's a lot of people who don't know either. They don't know their siblings. They don't know their cousins. They don't know their family. And you know, shit happens. And so he, I remember him telling me that. And that was one thing I took from that conversation that like, was like, oh shit. This was a time where he could have just been fucking, here's the child support or here's whatever. I see you when I see you. Right. He could have done that. But he said, no, I chose to stay because I wanted my kids to know each other. And that was one thing I've always respected about him. Yeah. And so I, I just, it's weird to know that our parents had to like make decisions like that. Yeah. I think the tough part. For my dad was, it probably was a soft spot in their marriage for a minute. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just completely don't touch it. It's a sensitive topic, but she's there, and we're going to do right. what we need to do until the time is right. And like I said, he didn't. He wasn't even the one to tell me. Right. So that's how I know it's still sensitive, and I'm careful in the way that I approach it because I don't want to be accusing him and making him feel bad about it because it's not something that you could do. And the crazy thing is like from hearing what you've said, it's not, we're all being sensitive to him Mm -hmm. and your stepmom is the one It's like, look, this is what I had to go through. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And she's still there. Like that is very fucking commendable. Yeah. That's strength. So, uh, like I said, he gave me her number. Yeah. I ended up calling her. So we set up a a time to call and I called her on the phone because it's important. Family is important to me. That's one thing I was raised on. If you ain't got nobody, you got these four people, immediate family, cousins, whatever. (laughs) So. Nigga get ghost one weekend. It's like this nigga don't fold us. It was almost over for you. (laughs) So I called her and we're talking on the phone. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) And she's like, adorable. How can I be upset with somebody that is so adorable that has nothing to do with anything that didn't ask to be here? And she's just like, I am so happy that you called. And I'm so glad I can't wait to meet you and your sis and sissy. Cause she's sissy too now. I was about, uh, wait, how like my like my question is just because you said that like you're not mad, but do you and sissy express this? Yeah, me and sissy talked about it a lot. Okay, and she shared the same feelings that I did when we first found out about it. We were talking about it in the car. She was pissed. Like, and Sissy, she don't deal with no cheating shit. So right. she was like double pissed. I don't think she spoke to my dad for a minute. But I had to take the lead in that situation. I had to be the one that's going to reach out and say what I have to say or yes. else she would still have those feelings, okay. you know? And if I kept pushing her and saying, nah, fuck that, we're not going to talk to her. But just speaking to her made me realize, like, imagine how it would feel to know that you have two older siblings out there mm-hmm. that aren't checking for you at all. Fact. Like imagine how much of a piece of shit you would feel like. It's almost similar to having a dad out there that's just like not fucking with you. Not fucking with you. Man. And I can't speak for my brother because I don't I don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have to take that step next. But he ain't a Facebook search away. <laughs> like, I got to find him <laughs> because he's an adult. It's not like I could reach out to his mom and be like, yo, where's my brother at? I have to actually do the groundwork and Damn. do that. And I don't know if he's mad at us for whatever reason. So that's something I got to work on. Okay. Anyway, back to 14-year-old sister. Hmm. Um, so I called her. We're on the phone. We're talking. Like, what do you like to do? Which is, oh my gosh. You are a shitty, <laughs> you are a shitty introducer. No, I'm not. I was really good with my introduction. I was like, hi, I'm your older sister. You know, And you know how it is talking to teenagers these days. I don't know. Because, exactly. Yes. But can you imagine trying to talk to them? You could have just Insta-lived. Y'all could have did the split screen. She, it would have been hard, bro. She don't have an iPhone. Oh. She's a teenager. I said Instagram, bro. Y'all could have. Maybe next time. Oh, that's hard. So, Go live together. That's hard. So she asked me about 
about um, Instagram. She was like, do you have an Instagram? I'm like, oh, shit. See? Now, mind y'all, my sister, her mother is white. Um, so, <laughs> so she's, you know. Mulatto. Yeah. It's and cool. that cool. seems to be the flavor. It's so, cool. it, for it's, it's J. Some people, Cole, Logic, Drake. Preference, yeah, you know. You, you like, so I'm, I'm thinking, damn, she asked me if she got a, if I got an IG. Is she on IG Wallin? Like, what if I follow her and she's out here, you know, booty out, lips poked out, oh, follow for follow. Uh, <laughs> I was so shook. So she followed me and I follow her. I'm looking at her page. I'm like, yes, thank God. Oh, no. <laughs> we need a preference. This. Nigga, I, I know how niggas do not go through Brit Rez's follows. <laughs> Try no. to find the girl, please. <laughs> no. But please. Um, so we connected I on might. the gram. And I look at her gram. All she got is like pictures of her little drawings. Her page is private, by the way. So y'all oh, wouldn't be able to follow big, her anyway. Uh, so, shout out. Exactly. Which shout was another out. bonus. Your page shout is private. Out. You got your little 150 followers. This might be a good kid. You doing your thing. You doing your <laughs> right. thing, sis. You remind me of me when I was 14. Nerdy as shit, sitting in the house, drawing. That's what I was doing at 15. I was I was corny. Nigga, I know you now. I don't believe it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I do not believe that bullshit. Corny with a twist. So she, <laughs> so she <laughs> write that on the board, E. Corny, oh no, we're gonna use it for Corny something. with the twist. <laughs> so she had like her pictures of her drawings and just doing stuff that I think you should be doing as a 14-year-old because there's so many other things that you could be doing right now. Right. In 2019 she, as a 14-year-old. Pregnant. Pregnant, makeup, face beat. Lip gloss, Instagram, iPhone popping, just worried about the wrong things. Fashion over bag. So I was glad to see that we connected, and hopefully this bond continues. (laughs) That's crazy. That's that's pretty cool though. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it would be like. Like I don't even have that. I'm not even willing to do that with the siblings that I know. Oh wait, I got one more thing to add. What you know? I had to ask her how she felt about Beyonce. Shut up. She's 14, bro. If she said the wrong thing, because it would have been over you for know. her. I would have been like, nah, sissy, we're not fucking with her. Hold but up. she was like, Beyonce is queen. I said, wait. <laughs> we can hang. Wait, time out. You know, that's not even a really good question, though. Why Beyonce is not a real question, because that's, gen- that's like the answer. Everybody loves Beyonce. Everybody loves nah, Adele. You, like, could, you could tell a lot about no, a person's character if they sh- don't like Beyonce. But the question you should have asked, Nikki or Cardi. That would let you know. That would let you know what she was with. True. Maybe next time. I'm going to answer that next time. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what I... I, I don't know. I, w- I don't know if I would be able to handle that as maturely. Because then I would think... Uh, I think the siblings that I have already would feel some type of way. But the fact that you you and Sissy are really close. So y'all have a bond. You know, like you said, Sissy riding with you. Whatever you got, I'm going to ride with her. But me and my siblings don't have that. And so I don't know how I would feel if I had to deal. I always, as a kid, I always wished I had an older sibling. Like, I I, I, I always wished I had an older sibling. Just because when you have an older sibling, your mistakes have already been made. And so whatever I would have done, somebody they would somebody already, older can tell you. They would already went through it. Right. And so my punishment probably wouldn't have been as bad. But being a you know a single a single in a single parent household with a mother, everything I did would revert to you know. When I got to high school, it got worse because my mom developed this new parenting role that was I'm about to call your dad. Oh. And me, I'm not afraid because I don't see this nigga there once in a while. I'm not upset about it. And then all he would do is come in and tell me, "Look, yo, do what you got to do." So, how <laughs> did you feel about your sisters having a different family dynamic than you did? Like, did you envy when you went over to their house? Did you feel away? I envied the shit out of it because you got to understand I was alive. I was alive for seven years before my youngest sister was born. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So they moved. When I was little, they moved into a new house, a three-bedroom house. Whose room you think the other one was? Was it supposed to be yours? (laughs) Then all of a sudden, my sister's born. That's her room now. So I always envy the dynamic because I think... Um, I think living in a two-parent household is one of the most, I guess I would say, like, one of the things that, as a kid, you look for. Yeah. For I don't know why. 
I think it builds stability in your life. And I don't think it's just stability. You could, it's just an example. It's just, it's like when you have one person doing a job, it's cool. They can get the job done. Right. But if you have two people doing it, it's a little bit more focused on the job. Right. And it might get done a little better. If, but that's only if that those two people are able to love each other and focus on their love and then give it to the children that they have in the house. And I think it becomes a, it's a balance because you might have one parent that's super like, nah. And then you had the other parents like, well, we yeah, could, sure, yeah, work yeah. Out. You know what I'm saying? And so all I had was, nah, like I think now I think my childhood may be fucked up, and I think it is now a reason for some of the 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 static I have with my mom. Like, and I think what happened is I was raised this one way, and so now I am fucking used to a standard, like, like. My mom has always worked third shift my entire life. Which is night shift, overnight. Night shift, overnight. So everything we had to do, we had to do by 6 o'clock. Yeah. Because she's got to go to bed, go, to get up, go to work. So now I live in a place where it's like, my entire life is routine. Like, I have to do shit every day at the same time, around the same time, just to get it done. And it's very routine. And I feel like as a, like... If you would have had two parents, it would have been different. It would have been different because I wouldn't have been... Like, I, I don't want to say brainwashed, but, like, my patterns wouldn't be so instilled in me. And so I feel like if there would have been two parents, it would have been easier. I think if there would have been two parents, my decision on what to do with college would have been a lot different. Some My mom was very, very adamant about me leaving the city that I knew to just get away. Yeah. I think somebody would have been like, nah, we could keep them close. Or whatever. So and it's I like having another person in the house could have balanced yeah, it out. Yeah, I think so. And I think what my older my older sister, my older sister's name is Alexis. She Alexis got that. She got two parents in the house, and one that may have been in her favor, and one that wasn't. No matter what the situation was, and so I feel like if I would if I would have lived in a household like that, my life would be extremely different. Right. It, the, you never know. Yeah. You never know. I never know. You, you can't, like, try to think back to it. It is what it is now. Yeah. But I just... I think before it was in our parents' hand to control how we handled these relationships and how we handled our future. But right now it's in our hands. And we got to make the decisions on what we're going to do right. moving forward with our siblings because... These are these are our people. Like me, our people. <laughs> no, for real. Mm. But me knowing the bond that I have with Sissy and how strong that is, and how much how important it is to have a damn sister. Like, and I, if you don't, if you and your sister are beefing right now, listeners, I I need you to go reach out to your sister because your sister is in my in my case, my sister is the one person that I know that is always going to be there for me, right or wrong. So knowing the power of these relationships. I think it's important to get there. But do you think that's because y'all lived in the house together? That is a point for it, but I think that people can work towards that, especially you and your sisters. I definitely think y'all can get there. Like as adults? Yes. Why? Because you are in control of the situation Yeah, but what I'm saying is, (laughs) I think it's 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 a thing that is instilled... So you think our, our me and Sissy's bond was built through experiences? Yes, y'all. You and like there's n- there's not a Sissy is what two years older than mm-hmm. you. So there's not a story you can tell that Sissy wasn't there for. Um, probably because like there's some stuff she don't know about. But yes, yeah, right. like there's, there's times there's in my not, life that I can't speak about that. Especially you going through your teenagers. There's right? not a story mm-hmm. that you can tell that you're involved. But to be honest, that part of our life. Is probably the shortest segment of life that we ever lived. Right. So think about it. You're 28 now. You probably gonna live until you 90. Let's let's just put that out there. So you have plenty. I, I drink a lot and <laughs> I still eat pork. I don't know. Same. I, don't know. I might. I don't know. My life expectancy might be 40, but uh, we gonna push for we gonna push for for 90 anyway. No, but you still have time. Like I said, our relationship built through experiences. Right. You can still do that now with people that you know. I don't I don't think that's possible. I think so. I don't think that's possible just for the simple fact that, 
Like, it's like making new friends at 28. Bruh, I made new friends at 28. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Do you have the same relationships with the people you know now with the people you knew your entire life? So, I don't because things (laughs) happen. From, so, if we're talking about lifelong friends. Right. I have a relationship with a lifelong friend, Tiffany. She was on the show. Right. Our relationship, ups and down. We cool. We still at the same level. Right. I met my friend, Jarima. Probably like three or four years ago. Right. We met. We was at basic level. We just two bitches working at a restaurant together. Okay. We don't know each other from a can of paint. Right. Now we're here, mm-hmm. which would probably be equal to where I'm at with Tiffany. So what I'm saying is that you can meet people whenever and still build those bonds to get it to the level, especially that being your sister, you hold her to a higher standard. I think you guys can get there. I don't, I don't, let me preface this by saying, I don't have a beef with, me and my sister don't have beef. We don't have, we don't have beef. Mm-hmm. But me and, uh, like, I think what happens is my sister went on this binge of, like, being, we need to spend more time together. Yeah. Type thing. And it was one of those things where Shout it was, out to Lex, she a Virgo too, so we be vibing. She feeling me. You wildin'. I know she connecting right now. You big wildin'. <laughs> But uh, it was one of those things where she was like, well, she she wanted to connect with me and my dad. You know, me and my dad live together. So she was like, we can all do this together. So we would meet like once. We tried to meet once a month for dinner. It was probably successful for three months. You see what I'm saying? Just because that's how life is. But it's not a matter of getting closer. It's just a matter of being available. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I call you. I'm sure she'll respond. Like if I call her, she'll respond. Yeah. Text her, she'll hit me back. It's not I don't think we're at a place where our relationship is gonna grow closer. I just think our relationship is gonna develop more. So it's more of a thing where it's like we understand what's going on with each other. Like I'm I'm gonna have kids and they're gonna know. These are her. They're these are your aunties, and that's gonna be another experience that brings so, y'all closer. Exactly. So I don't think it's more so, but we're still gonna be, you know, yeah. separate. Mm-hmm. I think what you and Sissy have is y'all live together, so y'all develop this closeness. The worst thing that's gonna happen for y'all is y'all are gonna grow apart, which I doubt, but it's the it's the one thing that could happen. I think I don't I don't know how big of a role it is for people to grow up with their siblings because it's people that grow up with their siblings in the same house and hate each other and hate each and other and don't speak. Yeah. And don't speak so at all. It's, it's, it plays a role, but the most of the work came as adults. Right. Because it was a time where even though me and Sissy grew up in the same house together, we wasn't talking every day. Right. We wasn't calling each other up. We wasn't planning trips to hang out and do X, Y, and Z. It was right. a time where I was like, yo, this bitch dumb. She doing this. <laughs> like, she dumb. Like, let me just sit her to the side for a minute. Because if I don't, I'm going to put hands on her because of the dumb shit that she's right. doing. And that so, because y'all live together, that's what, well, that's where those feelings come from. No, it was after we lived together. She was getting on my nerves. But <laughs> she was making the wrong decisions. I was trying to tell her, don't do this, don't do that, right. do this, right. blah, blah, blah. She right. wasn't listening. Sissy was hard-headed. Right. But once we got past that, we was like, oh, let's let's take a trip. Let's hang out. Oh, you like tequila? Me too. You like wine? Me too. You like Walking Dead? Let's watch it. And then that's how our relationship yeah, but got deeper. What I'm saying is it's because that got, it got deeper mm-hmm. because you knew there was, there was a real good bond. What happens is you grow up in a household with somebody and you guys grow close. Yep. Yet... We still have to find our individual path. So the time that you wasn't fucking with her. Was finding her path. She was finding her path. But she with wasn't two, listening. <laughs> you, you could keep iterating that. <laughs> Don't fight her, sissy. <laughs> but like what I'm saying is me and my sister are the exact same age. We grew up totally different. Two different house style parenting styles. So we've already found our individuality. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know what is going to be the thing to bring us close. And I hate to say this, and it's weird because I had a dream about it last night. But it may be come that time where there's a parent that's not here anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, and we're going to have to be each other's support system. You know what I'm saying? 
Because I don't I don't try to dwell in my sisters either of my sisters' relationship with my dad. They've got their own relationship the same way I've got my own. But we're gonna have to come together because we're siblings and we're gonna have to be each other's support system. I think it could be that, but it it doesn't have to be to that extreme. Yeah, I'm that's it, that's an far exact, out. But yeah. what I'm saying is right now it's We've grown up. You need something to bond over. We've grown up separately, and we know we've grown up separately, and we know what it is that we like. We know what each other's like. We know what we're like. She knows she can see. Like I'm all I'm everywhere. All of her friends know who I am before she know that her friends know who I am. <laughs> so it's one of those things. But it's like we don't take the time to be like. Hey, this is ABC. Like the craziest shit ever. Um, my sister found out I have a new girlfriend. She met. She found out about jazz. I honestly, and I was gonna say, I feel like situations like that put y'all closer because and, now they want to meet your new girlfriend, and now you guys have to. Well, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's one of those things where her and jazz are close. Mm-hmm. Like they talk more than me and my. Like we had a family a holiday thing. Jazz talk. Alexis talked to strictly to Jazz. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Jazz is telling me, "Yo, we got to be somewhere at such and such time." I'm like, "All right." Having a significant other will make you realize what your situation with your family is like. Yes, because before before I met E, he was not he he was in Delaware. His family is all in the South. He was not. Putting any emphasis on, I need to go see my family. I need to go see how they doing. And so I stepped in and I was like, well, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, right. We're we going to spend Christmas with my family, but I want to go see what's up with your family. Like, let's go see that may be your grandparents. Let's yeah. go see your sister. Let's go see your mom. And not saying that they didn't have a relationship before, but me being in the picture and me wanting to build a relationship with them kind of put pressure on him to right. maintain those relationships and make sure that they're in good standing. Yeah. But I, I, it's not. It's, I'm, I'm. I want to like iterate. Like it's not a beef. It's just yeah. It's not. You grow up the way you grow up, mm-hmm. and so like me and my sister, we, all of them. Like my sister's in Hawaii. She's stationed, so we don't talk as much. But I still like, and I feel like social media is a helper. Like I see everything she's got going on in Hawaii because of it. It does help. So I wanted to ask you a question because I feel like I'm getting a viewpoint that I didn't know. I'm I'm seeing your viewpoint being, I'm looking at you as if you're my brother. Right. And Lex and your mm. other sister or are me and Sissy. Yeah. So do you feel like there was resentment between you and them because you grew up in different households? No, I okay. don't think we spent enough time together that we were, we spent enough time together that we grew we grew together. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was like, my stepmom loves to tell the story about how when I was, I was in high school and I was driving, I would go pick my sister up from school. Like I would go pick my little sister up from school. <laughs> like, and they, 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 they exaggerated. Like it happened all the time. It didn't happen as much as they think, but I would do that because I felt like when I was that age, I was like, look, you know, I'm your brother. If you need something, you can call me. Like, I feel like that's the role. I don't feel like, I feel like it's implied. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not a thing of so I never I've never had resentment towards them about they they grew up in the household with two parents, my sister went to college <laughs> and I don't no. I don't care, bro. Like That's good. it's it's one of those things where like my life took like I said last week on the show, my life took the path that it was supposed to take. Yeah, I've seen siblings be resentful towards people yeah. based off of the parent styles. Or the parent situation, maybe one parent favored the other child better because it was by the in the marriage. Yeah, and I just, I just I don't want. I hope that my brother doesn't feel that way, and I definitely don't want my little sister to feel that way. I think, like being that kid, like being who your brother is, I think your brother probably has an issue with not being around. Like he was never around, and so he's like, I don't know, like I don't know them. Yeah, so I don't know what I can do. To get to them, you know what I'm saying? Like I was around those, yeah, those two. Like I was around them, but I don't know what to do. He probably doesn't know what to do to like. 
we have pride. People have pride. They so he's like, I'm not reaching out to them because they probably don't want to reach out to me. On the flip side, you was like, I don't really, you know, I don't know how to take that. Why he don't want to be around with us. Yeah. And so you're hesitant. So I just that's a, I, that's exactly how it is because I'm like, well, did I did we do something? Yeah, wrong? like is he mad at us right. or how do you even begin to bridge that gap? So right. I think what I'm gonna do is just try to do my little Instagram investigator. He got to be somewhere, but knowing him from when I knew him, he he was a little in his show, so he he probably not, he probably not. And I think that's now. what people thought about me. Mm-hmm. I think people thought that that I was that, and then. The thing, like, I, I'm going to be honest, like, me and my dad got into a very heated argument at Christmas. Okay. What happened? Because my sister had came home for Christmas, and she was with Which her, sister? My youngest sister. Okay. Me and Lex are like, we 27, we understand the shit. Oh, wait a minute. So now we talking about younger sis. Yeah. Like, okay, me Le- let's get into it. Me and Lex is like, we get it. Okay. We understood. We were there. We was, we was me and sissy until I stopped coming around. So and we was we was close. Y'all had seven years in before, right? Younger sister, right? Okay. And Lex knows that's Lex knows Maya more because they live together. Mm-hmm. So me and my dad get into an argument because my sister is coming up. She came home. She uh she has this girlfriend and they're like engaged now. Shout out to them, whatever it is. Okay. And uh she spent her time with them. So we all go to a family dinner on Friday. You know, she's looking at jazz and she's like giving her the jazz. And jazz is sensitive about shit like this because family is very important to her. So she's like, I don't think your sister like me. And I'm just like, bro, you understand my sister ain't shit. Like she just, she's like that. Like she, you don't have to worry about it. It's nothing like that. And so we realized that there was some. The characteristics that jazz was picking up from my sister was happening in front of our eyes. And my dad was like defending it. He was like, you know, she's just, she's now an adult now. She's like 21. She's about to be 21. She's 20, 21. She's an adult now. She's trying to fit in. Can we put air quotes around adult <laughs> at 21? First of all, okay. <laughs> Sure, adult. Yeah, All right. Yeah. She's an adult now, and, you know, she's been going in the Army, so now she's really just coming back trying to fit in as an adult. And I was very defensive of that, and it's like, bro, no. Like, no. And he's like, y'all all did it. And I'm looking at him like, no, we didn't. We didn't have to. We didn't have to do this. And that was just, you know, in the heat of the moment, I'm, like, upset. But when I really sat down and I thought about it, the, like, the next couple of days, and I'm like, bro, She's trying to fit in as an adult around people she's known her entire life. Yeah. When I was going through that, I was trying to fit in with people I only saw every other weekend. Right. <laughs> like, so me fitting in every other weekend, you tell all of these stories. And I know this is going to sound like I'm bashing my dad, but fuck it. You tell all of these stories about all of these memories that happened. Nigga, I wasn't there. <laughs> Like, I wasn't there. So, yes, I'm trying to fit in as an not only as an adult, I'm trying to fit in as an adult and as a member of this family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so it's not like we know her. Everybody, we know her. And she's doing this. And it's like, bro, like, I'm like upset because it's like, bro, you don't have to do that because we know you. You've been around forever. And so the way... The way I look at it is like you've you've got this girlfriend, you bring her around. So her we, girlfriend was at the dinner too. Yeah. So like, it was you. We you, treat the we treat jazz. the girlfriend. Okay. Yes, we it, treat the girlfriend like she's family. Right. And you were looking at us like, bro. Like I, she literally said to me, I was I was getting out of the car, I was going in the house, we was about to have family night, and um, I'm like talking to the girlfriend, and she's like, Nah, don't talk to her like that. I'm like, Bro, she told you not to talk to your girlfriend like what? Like like that. And I'm like, bro, she's family. We all talk to each other like this. There's not gonna, I'm not gonna hold her different because she's your girlfriend. Like, no, nigga, we all gonna, this is how we act. We're gonna treat everybody the same. And it's just like, bro, I don't understand why you feel like the black sheep of the family and you've been here your entire life. When did she leave for Hawaii? Uh, when she was 18? Yeah, probably? yeah. Like, right out of high school. So it's not even, it's just coming back after experiencing life on your own. Exactly. Whereas you like, came bro, into the situation 
just completely an right. individual like, person, bro, never spent, living in that I household. started spending more time with them from 16. Yeah. Like, at 16, I, I started coming more around more because I was driving. I could I could come. I didn't have, I didn't need you to come get me. Mm-hmm. I could just show up and shit. And so that led to, you know, I started living with my dad. And so it's like, oh, I'm about to go do this. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to come too. I don't, I don't know how to explain that situation. It's I think she's just flexing her muscles to let y'all know that she's not just uh, the, the baby kid. sister. Yeah, but it's like, bro, she has her own viewpoint. She has you, her own opinions. You don't have to do that. I mean, some people feel like they do need to do it. It's kind of like when you take your first drink around your parents. It's like, here I am sipping my wine because I'm grown. And you may feel like you you may feel like she don't need to do that, but that. she feels like she needs to just show. I'm not. I'm not that little baby before. Like, bro. Like, bro, like, <laughs> like if I don't even want to sound like entitled or what. I don't even know what the, whatever the term is. I don't even feel like that, bro. Like, bro. Like, I feel like if I had a gripe, I have a reason to have a gripe more so than you do. And it's just like it's one of those things where it's like you know what. I'm I'm older now, bro. And my biggest fear is now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start taking care of my parents. Mm-hmm. Y'all I, gonna have to do it as a team. <laughs> and we're gonna have to do this as a team. We're gonna have to take care of all of them, all three of them. As a, like well, two of them as a team, and I've gotta look after the other one by myself. But mm-hmm. I'm just gonna need a support system. And they, I think they will be there for you. Yeah, and that's it. It's like, bro, we whatever we got going on, we can fix that. But like, bro, it's getting to a point. Our parents are getting older, and we're gonna have to figure this out. Yeah, it's crazy. The, the next generation of the family name. So uh, you know, I think we should just take a break because we we definitely poured our hearts out. Yeah, <laughs> it got a little hot in here. It did. I'm sweating. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. This week's episode is brought to you by Perfectly Brown. We are officially in Black History Month, y'all. And I know a lot of you are starting to buy black or continuing to buy black. So shop with this black-owned company. Perfectly Brown offers a variety of merchandise, including African-American children's books, puzzles, and dolls. And it's so important for our children to see themselves in the things that they do. But wait, they have something for the adults, too. The Embrace Jewelry line for men and women offers necklaces, earrings, and bracelets. They also have women's custom t-shirts, basically everything for your black needs. When you shop with Perfectly Brown, use code BLACKHISTORY to save 15% off of your total purchase. You can find them on www.perfectlybrown.com. Perfectly Brown, loving all shades of brown. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. So let's wrap up this conversation with our final thoughts on it. Do you have anything else you want to add to siblings, building relationships with them, maintaining relationships with them? I think, um, I don't know. I don't even know what our listener base is. But I feel like if there are, especially if you live in the same state, if you live in the same state, you should try to. You know, make those same, make those, mend those relationships or whatever it is, regardless of how you feel about your parents, you should at least, you know, acknowledge them because they're family. Bro. Yeah. They're family. And at some point, you don't want to be at that parent's deathbed and somebody walks in and you're like, who the fuck is this? You don't want to live a Tyler Perry movie, is what I'm saying. That definitely sounds like the <laughs> yeah. worst Tyler you do Perry not wanna, movie. You do not want to live that. So if they're like, you know, contactable. You should try to mend that uh, for people who have siblings that they've known all their life, and y'all ain't like close or y'all ain't rocking. I feel like you should mend that. You know, just try, make an effort, make an effort. Like me and my sister, we're we're good. She's she's met all of my new friends. She's been here. We've had parties. She's been there. Every like like we've just you just gotta try. At the if it, if they don't fuck with you, then fuck them. Yeah, I, I hate to sound harsh about it, but if they don't fuck with you, fuck them. You tried, and you just clear your conscience. I know that sounds selfish, but you just got to sometimes. I think uh, it's definitely worth trying to mend it, as opposed to realizing down the line, like you said, at somebody's deathbed, talking about, damn, there go my sibling that or who the fuck is I this? haven't built a relationship right. with. And yeah, I I think moving forward. I just have to be the bigger person in all of my situations involving family members and siblings because it's important to me. Black people got to talk more. We sure do. We need therapy. <laughs> Black people got to talk more. Uh, we do because it's no reason why 
this situation between me and my brother should be here right now. Niggas just got to talk more because it's just like it it shouldn't take dra- traumatic or it shouldn't take engagement life changing events. It shouldn't take engagements <laughs> for somebody to figure. It shouldn't be life changing events that we find out some shit. It's tough. Yeah, it but is. what I'm going to do is move forward the way that I would want somebody to move forward on me if I was a younger sibling and just try to build these relationships, keep maintaining them, learn as much as I can and be here for where I picked up at. You a mature shit. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to give y'all an update on what I can find out about my long lost brother. He's not long lost. <laughs> he is long lost. I don't know where he's at. So I got to find him and I'll give you guys an update on that the same way I gave y'all an update on my sister. So it's not Therese party of (laughs) two, two siblings. It's party of four. So yeah, here we are. You you can't do the math. Uh, Is that, that's not math. Okay. It's not Rez party of three. No, it is. Okay. It's not Rez party of two. It's Rez party of three. Party of four, but you said three siblings. Like you have three siblings. Yeah. It's not Rez party of three. It's Rez party of four because right. I have three siblings. Yes. Okay. So it's <laughs> not Rez party of two anymore. It's Rez party of four. Yes. With my four siblings or three siblings. Three siblings. <laughs> I can count y'all. I promise. I can count. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into our baby maker. Oh, oh, you are not too damn. To uh uh WMEZ. I almost forgot what segment this was called. WMEZ, Measy Boulevard here. This week we have uh, a song from uh Alana Renee. I found this a couple years ago and then it, I was going through SoundCloud and I found it and there's a link on uh the streaming site, so I'm gonna bring it back. This is called Alana this is Alana Renee, the come up here on WMEZ. Working hard to do the Renee, the come up has been added to all of the baby makers. Uh, this is very independent, so I don't know if it's on all the streaming sites, but I'm gonna do my best to put it on because I don't know where you guys are listening to the list from. I know it's on Apple because I got Apple, but we're gonna, I'm trying to add it to all of them. The links to all the playlists if you got Apple, you got Tidal, you got Spotify, they're all at the bottom. Uh, you can listen to this textually active baby maker list. You can look, just look up textually active on your streaming sites and the list will come up. All the baby makers are here. And I'm saying it by the rest. All right. And we're here. We need to pull our memes out, Measy. We got some memes. Okay. I got mine. I got mine. I'm good. I got mine. All right. Pull your meme out. Got mine. My meme says, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. We washed as a society. We're getting older. We don't want to hang out no more. So we washed as hell. So my meme says, um... Uh, <laughs> The Netflix and chill phrase was created when Netflix was trash. Now, though, you better get the hell off of me. This Netflix excuse is starting to heat up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because don't, nah, I'm trying to see what's going on right, with right, you. Yeah. I want to figure out what happened at the end. I'm trying to watch. I have <clears throat> curve your ass when I see this shit. <laughs> Peach wilding out. I need to see what's going on. Uh, that damn The Ranch. <laughs> it's white people show, but it's hard. I like the uh, Killer Mike special on Netflix, oh, too. Yeah, that shit Trigger warning. People was beefing over that. One sitting. Me, too. One sitting. Me, too. I watched the whole thing. The I was like, thing. Killer Mike needs more screen time. He need more than six episodes. I'll right. That. that shit was hard. Shout out uh, Killer Mike, because he been bodying shit for the last couple of weeks. 
All right, so damn, I was trying to find a meme that related to <laughs> the episode, but I think we're gonna have to go with something that's a little off brand today. And it says, "Stop chasing after people." Oh, oh shit! The meme says, "Stop chasing after people and being the only one trying to fix everything. It's mentally and physically exhausting. You have to find peace with whoever comes and goes from your life. Don't be the only one putting an effort because you will lose yourself trying to save someone else." Yeah, because that was off brand from today's topic. <laughs> you don't? You think it was on brand? Yes, nigga. You just said you're gonna be the person. Who's trying to... <laughs> it was very off-brand. But let's say after you move in on that person and they ain't fucking with it, keep it pushing. Like, oh, you don't want to be my, my sibling? Well, fuck you then. Which was my final thought. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> that was BZ's final thought. So yeah, take that meme, run with it. I'm sure somebody's sitting there nodding their head relating to it. But in the meantime... Make sure you send your group messages. Please, because I'm upset we didn't have one this week. Me I wanted too. to read one. Y'all, Me too. Y'all gotta step y'all shit up. I might have to start faking shit. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. Right. Y'all wildin'. Send your group messages to textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on all of our socials, textuallyactivepod on Instagram, textuallyactive on YouTube. We're on Facebook at textuallyactive. And we are on Twitter at textuallyactive. Pod. You know, Measy Boulevard on all your your uh socials. You can hit me directly if you wanna you know, like you don't wanna be like yeah. you don't know them other people, but you know me. Right. Yeah, send it. And make sure you guys subscribe while you're here. Tune into another episode next Tuesday at six AM. Shout out to all the love we get on our promos too. Right. Shout out to y'all. We gonna we gonna keep dropping the promo yeah. videos. Them I think the people are. love I us. Like you do I, I was job. in my bag. Yeah, I was on you see me pulling my bag out, yeah. retweet, retweet, retweet. That's make hard. sure y'all have that same energy when y'all see us on y'all socials. Retweet. Right. All right, we'll be back next week, y'all. And Wings. Waffles. Oh. <laughs> Good combo. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.